Magic is what happens when you find balance between method and madness, science and art. Welcome to the Magic Maker Podcast, the place where entrepreneurs who want to find magic can access aha moments and simple steps to big dreams. I'm your host, Jay Nicole Smith, but you can call me Nick. Let's get started, shall we? Hello, my friend. Ah, today is a little bit of a sad day for me, actually. It's the one-year anniversary of losing our little dude, our Frenchie, named Charleston. He was only seven, and we lost him quite suddenly. It was really unexpected. And it's really funny because the first time I shared the information in this episode was a speech I gave almost a year ago, right after we lost him. And the topic is about letting go. And the irony was, you know, we had just experienced this terrible loss of our dog. And I wasn't even sure I was going to be able to make it to the event to speak. But I did. And I was really glad I did because these words, they really touched people and they really mattered to me. So I find it really funny and interesting that when I actually planned episode nine of the Magic Maker podcast to be this concept of letting go, I didn't realize that it was going to be on the day, actually, the one year anniversary of losing Charlie. And I just feel like it's meant to be. And you'll learn a little bit more about why these ideas are connected in this episode. But I just want to say, for those of you who are experiencing loss, or for those of you who are struggling to let go of things you know are no longer serving you, I just want to reach out and give you a little bit of a hug. (laughs) And I hope that this episode will help you maybe take on that process little by little. I really, really believe that it is what we let go of and not what we build or create that will define us. So today's episode is super important. And together we can support each other and we can be there for each other because the process isn't fun. It sucks. (laughs) But that's what communities are for. So I would invite you over to the Magic Makers HQ Facebook group. If you want to connect, share something that you're struggling to let go of, or a loss that you've experienced recently. And we can help each other turn that into something really positive in our life. So without further ado, let's make some magic, shall we? I am 100% dedicated to helping entrepreneurs find freedom and fulfillment by building brands that matter instead of just businesses. What I actually do is a mashup of marketing, consulting, brand development, strategy, problem solving, and a little bit of magic sprinkled on top. But this whole concept of the pursuit of freedom is something I take really seriously. It's the reason many of us started our own businesses in the first place, to have time to spend with our families, to be our own boss, to have a lifestyle business. But man, how quickly that becomes something that looks a lot less like freedom and a lot more like overtime stress, and 24-7 commitment and worry. When my clients come to me, it's almost always because they are a long, long ways from anything that feels like freedom or fulfillment. Almost always, it's burnout, overwhelm, confusion, or dissatisfaction that brings people to my door. When we begin our work, it's usually in the aim of creating or building something, a brand, a website, a plan. But boiled down to it, Most of my clients are standing at some sort of crossroads, and my job is to help them navigate 
some sort of fairly radical change, a change that will ultimately get them closer to their version of freedom and fulfillment. This process is (laughs) messy, sometimes painful. It's confronting. It's raw. And the insight I want to share with you today is a glaring truth that has emerged from hundreds of these conversations, and that is this. No matter how much you want to convince yourself that it's what you do, build, sell, create, trademark, or perfect that will ensure the success of your brand, the ugly truth is that it is in fact what you let go of that will define you. It will not be what you have, but what you release that will make or break you. In my experience, our ability to let go is the single greatest challenge we face as entrepreneurs. And unfortunately, as I expect many of you already know, that letting go almost always involves walking straight into an inferno of huge fear. Your resilience in the face of that fear and failure is what defines your success. I want to take a moment to just tell you a couple of stories that I hope might inspire you. The first is of a client who was very sure that the way she wanted to use our time together was to help her reach her first six-figure year. She was really fixated on this goal, although it wasn't really based on incremental growth from the previous year or performance. It was simply the version of success she really wanted most at the time. We began working together at the end of August, and she had about 30000 still to earn before the end of the year, but basically no plans or prospects for achieving the goal. I started to help her work out how we might accomplish it. And after a few of our sessions and some discussions about realistic growth, product and pricing strategy, marketing channels and promotions that might give her some quick wins, she relaxed a bit and decided maybe she was pushing really hard for a slightly superficial goal. She decided that actually, instead of a frenetic push for revenue, she wanted to spend our time together putting together a more lasting long-term plan to ensure that the following year she'd easily hit that six-figure goal. I was happy to help her either way, but wouldn't you know it, as soon as she let go and made the shift to allow herself the space and grace to do the deeper, slower work, she ended up hitting her six-figure goal in November. And it was almost as if it was by accident. It wasn't actually the goal she'd let go of. It was all of the negative self-talk, fear, and criticism that she'd been dumping on herself for not having already hit the goal and what that must mean about her and her business. Almost the instant she moved into a more positive space and let herself off the hook, everything began to flow towards her. And I see this all the time. The next little story I'd like to share with you is about a multi-talented entrepreneur who came to me with a strong local business, but a desperate need to build her online business. She was happy with her in-person sales, but wanted to increase her passive income products, build a stronger presence online, solidify her brand, and invest in stepping up her game. Since she had DIY'd all of her marketing and branding when she launched and hadn't really revisited it since. We set about working together one-on-one, defining her brand pillars and her brand statement, and it suddenly became clear that we had very different expectations about what it would mean to actually refresh her brand. She was fully committed to keeping her existing logo and website hoping that we could just change some of the words on the website and that would be enough to accomplish a brand refresh. On the other hand, I was under the impression she was prepared to change it all in order to achieve the ambitious goals we had set together. There was an awkward and tense couple of weeks as I tried to help her as best I could within the confines of her comfort zone until one day she decided she was ready for a new logo, but not a new website. 
<laughs> then not long after, she realized all the work and investment wasn't really going to have the impact she desired if she just didn't go all in. The issue for her wasn't really about the investment or the work. She was ready to give her all. It was a deep connection to the logo and website and copy she already had, her own ideas about how customers should be using it and perceiving it, and an incredible fear of the mental, emotional, and time-related demands a project of this scope would require. It was just too much. So gently, my team and I set out to help her get the best results we could within the restrictions of her fear until, again, one day she got in touch and confirmed, okay, I'm ready. I'm all in. She let go of her doubts. She walked straight into her fear. She practiced letting go over and over again as she let a whole team of professionals help her refresh her logo, design a new pricing structure, and a new website. She wrestled with her own personal taste versus the sometimes conflicting advice of experts and literally forced herself through the transformation one painful step at a time. And those of us who have built something know how hard it is to have other people come in and meddle with it, especially when we have differing opinions. It's brutal. But after about four months, when she finally had her new logo and launched her new website, not only did she experience relief and euphoria at having survived the fear and resistance she was battling previously, but she also experienced an immediate doubling in sales of her passive income products and was inundated with new opportunities for press, television, custom projects, and more. Our work together was an outrageous success by all measures, and it was only possible because she found the fortitude to let go, one baby step at a time. Now, as I mentioned, today is the anniversary of a different kind of loss for me personally. The sudden loss of my beloved dog in the space of three short days, he'd gone from what we thought was a perfectly healthy seven-year-old Frenchie to just gone. And the strange irony here is that I didn't actually realize today was that day when I set this letting go topic for episode nine. We are still working on embracing the loss and change that came as a result of losing Charlie. And it seems fitting to mention it since we're here having a conversation about letting go. Let's be honest, it's hard. It sucks. It's unfair and it doesn't get easier. Losing a loved one, facing your fear, taking big risks, having no control about the big things in your life. You know what? When they're happening to you, they all feel exactly the same, equally destructive and terrifying and sickening. But even in our most unexplainable, disastrous lows, even when we feel we have no control, we do still have one choice. We can allow these losses to break us, or we can let them galvanize us into the people we are meant to be, serving those we are meant to serve, sharing messages we feel compelled to share, connecting with people who need comfort we know how to provide, fighting for causes and building brands that really matter. I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that I help entrepreneurs find freedom and fulfillment and that I take the idea of freedom very seriously. And that began three years ago when I actually lost my great Dane, Olivia. She was my heart dog and the reason that I got into the pet industry originally. And she was nearly 12. She was my best friend. But I was able to spend two solid weeks of time saying goodbye to her. I didn't have to ask anyone's permission to stop my life. And I laid by her side 24 hours a day. It was a lot different than our loss of Charlie. We got to plan it and it was perfect. 
but it did stir up in me the cause that I want to fight for. And that is helping each of us take ownership back of our most precious resource, our time. The loss of Olivia was a huge part of what inspired me to start my consulting business. And it definitely made me obsessed with helping other entrepreneurs find freedom and fulfillment. So they also could have the luxury of spending the time with people and animals that matter most to us. The creatures that make our lives worth living. The relationships that make our lives worth living. Not just when they're sick, but every day in the small ways that matter most. This anniversary of losing Charlie, although sad, is a powerful reminder to me of exactly why I do what I do. Although his death was sudden, because of my obsession with chasing freedom, his life was remarkable. We had the great fortune to travel together all over Europe, living for months at a time in Spain, France, and Italy. He chased balls on world-class beaches, laid in sunny spots on ancient terraces. He even dined in a Michelin star restaurant, and he marked his territory in over 10 countries. Although accepting change, like losing him, is excruciating, Losses do make it impossible to ignore just how essential all of this fluffy freedom and fulfillment chasing is. Just how critical it is that we don't wait to find time to do the things that really matter. It shouldn't take a loss or a disaster for us to sit up and pay attention to the time that is passing us by. Change isn't always optional. It doesn't often feel good, but it is always a chance to start fresh. It can be a great catalyst for finding what our version of freedom looks like. And it's a fantastic source of motivation to actually make it happen. So today, to make this practical, I'd like to leave you with a few thoughts and one challenge. When it comes to letting go, there are five key spots I suggest you start looking for some baggage to ditch. The first one is other people's definitions of success and happiness. The sooner you can ditch other people's expectations or judgment, about what you want, need, or should do, the faster you'll feel free. The second place to start the process of letting go we touched on last week. The question I'd pose to you is, how do you most want to spend your time? Start to get very clear on the ways you do and do not want to be spending your time and begin the work of letting go, of delegating or outsourcing everything you're currently doing that doesn't make the list. The third thing, which is very tied to accomplishing number two, is the need for control. Yes, it's easier said than done to pass things on to other people to do and possibly screw up. But this is an essential milestone on the path towards freedom that anyone who's done it will say is the one thing they'd wish they'd done sooner. Start learning how to let go of control. The fourth key bit of baggage I'd work towards releasing is any anger or fear-based feelings you have towards your competition. There is enough to go around and you'll be much happier and a much freer person if you find a way to truly believe that and act accordingly. Be generous by default and good things will come. The fifth and final one, and possibly the most important, is to ditch your excuses. One of my favorite quotes is, you cannot be committed to your bullshit and your growth. It's one or the other. And that's uh, by Scott Stable. When you hear or feel your bullshit excuses rising up, consciously work on letting them go. Ditch the defensiveness and commit to your growth. You can't have both. And lastly, the challenge I'd leave you with today, the thing for your action item list is this. 
write down one thing you know has been standing in your way, either because you're afraid to try or fail or you can't let go. In this safe space, I'd like to challenge you to commit to moving past this thing. I'd like you to write it down and set a date by which you have a plan of action for moving past this one thing. It can be something big like transitioning out of a lease or a partnership or something small like just simply letting go of a to-do list item that's been lingering for months and you're just going to let yourself off the hook for it. Think of this as an emotional decluttering challenge, a personal invitation from me to you to let go and make room for greatness. I'd love it if you wanted to pop on over to our private Facebook page, Magic Makers HQ, and we can chat about some of the letting go strategies and celebrate the things you managed to say goodbye to. This is your first step towards your own unique brand of freedom and fulfillment and all of the rewards that come along with it. That's it for episode nine of the Magic Maker podcast. Welcome to the headquarters of entrepreneurs who want to do good, be real, find happy, and build brands that matter. We are thrilled that you are here. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or another streaming service, you can check out the show notes and links for this episode at jnicolesmith.com slash podcast. That's the letter J-N-I-C-H-O-L-E smith.com slash podcast. Of course, we'd be so grateful if you're willing to invest a few minutes of your precious time and give us a review for this podcast on iTunes so we can reach more magic makers and help them too to change their lives and the world. We'll see you next time.